Welcome to episode number almost 20 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. That's right, it's episode number 19. Thank you guys so much for listening and all the support so far. Make sure everybody who's new here, you subscribe, like, and comment because that really helps me out. Also, if you would like to be a sponsor of the Don't Start a Band podcast, please shoot me an email at dsabpodcast at gmail.com. On today's episode, I have some good friends with me. They are a pop punk band from Denver. They're super fun to hang out with, and they just released a new single called Who We Could Be. So, without further ado, this is A Thousand Miles of Fire. Cue the music. One thousand miles of fire. What's what up, Jake? Fuck up? is up. I'm about to tweet he's, out to tell texting. everyone to watch the uh, podcast. Tell him. He's being a horrible guest. He's just on his phone. Yeah, really. Like, that's no he's. Fun you know what? Uh, that's okay. As long as he's letting people know about this, it's included. So. Dude. Plus, the last time was the first time I was doing live Instagram, and I was trying to figure that out at Dude. the same time the pod- podcast, and I was talking to the guy. I kept, or Taylor, and I kept saying, hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. So I'm sure that was not the most fun episode to listen to because I also had to check the levels a bunch of times. So, but this time, no level. Actually, I should probably turn up the volume. Nah, no, no, no. You know what? We're good. Yep, we don't have here to we hear go. each other. Oh, Hell yeah, man. there we are. Dude, we shot up like 200 Twitter followers like in one day yesterday. It was nuts. For why? Um, so we have this Twitter user, uh, his name is Mikey, um, at Starboy Patty is his at, but uh, he did some merch designs for us that we dropped today, mm-hmm. and apparently, I didn't know his account had like 4,000 Did you followers. say Patty Walters? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. his username is Starboy yeah. Patty. I wish oh. it would, it would be cool if it was Patty Walters, but no, so I didn't know he had like 4,000 followers, right? Yeah. And he tweets, hey, I just designed merch for this band, their new single's awesome, go listen to it, and just blew up. Damn. It was nuts, yeah. Yesterday was like, literally like... People that I hadn't heard from in years were like, hey, your band is all over my Twitter feed. So that's how you get followers on Twitter. Yeah, you need oh, to get yeah. some more merch designs, Jake. You literally just got to find someone that's got a lot of followers, right? And then, yeah, that's it. They call that influencer marketing, for those who don't know. Nick, did you know that? You did know that? Holy shit. He's a smart man. <laughs> he is a smart guy. We love Nick. Let's go, Nick. Uh, so tell myself and the listeners slash viewers a little bit about yourself. Who's your favorite Smash character? Who's my favorite Smash character? And your name. I can open up with that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Who you mean? Yeah. Who uh, I my mean? name's Noah and my favorite Smash character. Open it like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We'll go, okay. Hi, my name is Noah. Um, <laughs> my favorite Smash character is probably like, I don't know, like Shulk or something, something stupid. Yeah, it's probably sure. Also Noah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm Andrew. Um, I main Mario, but I think my favorite character might be the Martha Lucina combo, because fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Koi um, doesn't even play video games. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to look at technology. <laughs> but if I did, my name's Koi, and it would be my favorite Smash character is Sheik. 
Really? Because she's, she's bad. I know <laughs> that Donkey Kong sucks on like Super Smash Bros, Mario Kart Racing, like all that shit. But I just love him so much. He's so, like actually viable in the new game. Nick beat my oh, ass for real? Yeah, dude. He uh, he's got the his upbeat like he just puts his arms out and just fucking spins, right? So you call it the Dong Copter. Oh. At first I didn't get that, so I was gonna be like, oh, that's awesome, and then I caught it, and I was like, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> that's not awesome. That's intelligent. I use that move a lot. Two hundred Copter. Who did you say your favorite character was? Koi? Sheik. Sheik? Sheik. Yeah, it's because he likes hentai. So anything well, like vaguely Japanese. Make me, <laughs> make me want to put a Sheik through my forehead. That would be like poorly drawn Sheik is just Sheik. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so for real though, take me serious. This is my goddamn podcast. Okay, ask away. Just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I thought I did. That okay. <laughs> it doesn't get much more. Smash. Deep. They're like, all right, okay. but I feel um, like there's something deeper to. I'll show you something deeper a little later. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> That's a conversation what, for first? another yeah, day. You need to go first. Okay. Um, show them how it's done. Uh, all right. Andrew. So my name is Andrew. Uh, I sing in Thousand Miles of Fire and. Uh, Something you might not have known about me was that, oh yeah, you're right. Something you might not have known about me was that I wasn't actually born in the U.S. Uh, I was born in Pusan, South Korea, um, and I came to the U.S. when I was, thanks guys, one years old. Why didn't I know that? Wait, you actually didn't know that about me? I I knew you were born in Korea. Dude, I literally, yeah, I literally. (laughs) Not Pusan. Wow. You guys are the worst best maybe, friends I've ever had. Maybe three people was that. Oh, there's no way that's a real city. It is. Pusan? <laughs> yeah. All right. Couldn't do it. Oh, God. It's like Tucson after one in the morning. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm headed to Pusan. Oh. We are learning new things on the Don't Start a Band Jake, podcast. Jake, I'm so sorry you had us on, dog. Don't be sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, now you go. There's no oh, rules. That's, to that's this your podcast. only fact? Yeah, okay. I don't know. What else do you want me to throw um, out? I'm Noah. I am from Little Rock, Arkansas. So you can take from that what you will. <laughs> it's a lovely city. So. No, it's not. Uncle, mom, and auntie, dad. Or Uncle, dad, and auntie, <laughs> mom. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I've never met him. Have you met his parents? No, actually, I have. Actually, right, yeah, none of you have met my... It's because I met all of you guys after my parents moved. Yeah, because we made a college orientation. Yeah. Right. Right. My right. mom abandoned me. All right, Koi. What, what do you so, play, Noah? What do I play? I play the bass Besides guitar. Smash. Yeah. And... Let yes. it go. Yeah. <laughs> Let the smash go. I can't. It's all I can think about, well, bro. It's the release day. You're, you would be the young Neil if you've seen, a, what is it, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Everyone's yeah. like, I hate everyone's that like, movie. What do you what? play? I know. I wow. suck, dude. I hate everything I know when that you just everyone said that, likes. my girlfriend just stopped watching this podcast because you said that. So, Did she actually? Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Somebody commented. 
Oh, oh, it's I Finn. Fix my it's Finn? It's Finn, yeah, Finn. Finn. I see Finn Parker. Finn? What's up, Finn? It's Finn? Wow. No. Dear God. Oh, well, how much have you heard, Finn? I need also, to fix my fucking eyesight. God. Also, my friend. You can get some glasses. They make glasses. Dude, I have contact You have better eyesight lens. than he does. Wow. <laughs> well, who's on me? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Nick's, Nick's trying not to laugh out loud. He doesn't want people to know he's here. Yeah. He's just off camera. All right. Also, also, Hip Hip Jorge. That's my buddy. Yeah. We run a meme page together. Okay. Is it one of those ones that has like 10,000 followers? 24. Nice 26, plug, by the way. Damn. Yeah, what's the meme page called, Koi? Little Stewart Gang. <laughs> Little Stewart Gang? Yeah. So with that, do you ever like make... Thousand miles of fire memes <laughs> like oh, have, oh no, this no, 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 is no, just no, we a have meme, a meme. we have definitely. a page we have a page it's called not one thousand no. miles of fire oh no yeah no that is, no. That is a thing. it's pretty funny no one's on like it because I got rid of it I, I didn't get rid of it I logged it. off it I don't want oh, to get back yeah. on it oh yeah we should probably well, start never mind again. I mean there's right. stuff there we only do it when we tour yeah it's really just it'll pick back up yeah yeah all right Koi let's okay starting with you. Say something about yourself, and then how you, you evolved comments, into Koi. being a musician. What got you into music? Um, okay, well, I'm Koi, and I think music got me into being a musician. <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's dope. Yeah. Um, no, actually, um, YouTube got it, because I saw all those guys singing the girls on YouTube. I'm like, fuck, I want to do that. Dude. And yeah, and here we are. I learned guitar. Dude, was there it, wasn't was like it a... asking Alexandria's a prophecy music video? It might have been. Because that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, or a stick I think when I got, uh, so I got an acoustic video. guitar so I could serenade girls. Oh, so you're more, actually, a, which you're more I never, of a never shout, never guy. Yeah. I didn't think you were being serious, but he was. So it started with YouTube. It didn't start with like another band or something like that, like normal people? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So I listened to a lot of Drake in, yeah, um, in middle school, if that's what you're asking. Is um, that but yeah. alternative music that I'm into now started from like Never Show Never and then Okay. I got real metal and bought an electric guitar. Your buddy said something else, bro. Oh no. Somebody said something. Koi's gotta read all the comments over there. You gotta read those ones. You said your YouTube sucks, Koi. Wow. That's really hi. fucked up. Marcus says hi, Marcus. Hi Marcus. Hi Marcus. Oh god. I think that's my Marcus. Marcus. Is that my Marcus? Who is it from? Uh, I couldn't oh, read it. Out, Fucking cat says hello. Cat does. Oh, hello. Shit, hello, bro. you stinky lizard. <laughs> I cannot read that. Maybe because it's sideways. That's close, girl. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. Hey, oh, my okay. Fuck. My I wish it was my Marcus. <laughs> I don't know anybody named Marcus. <laughs> does Me suck. Uh, Andrew, what got you into music? Um, the Clash did. So my dad is a For huge real? punk rock fan. Yeah, so my dad's a huge punk rock fan. He actually played in a punk band in like the 80s. Um, Damn. One of my first amps was actually one of his amps, which was cool. But yeah, he just like, I listened to like, as a kid, he would play like anywhere from like the Beastie Boys to like the Clash, the Replacements. Um, I love the Replacements. Yeah, dude, the Replacements are so sick. And then from there, like I found Green Day and it was just fucking over from there. So That's yeah, awesome. that was, it was cool. He taught me how to play guitar and everything. So that was yeah. kind of owed to my dad. So, musical household. Did either of you grow up in a musical household? Any of your parents no. or anybody play music? I learned to play guitar from my uncle, and him and my mom were in a band. Oh, really? But, really? Yeah, and they're old, so like the same. You know. That's fucking awesome. She's not in a phase that was like a long. What kind of music was it? Blues, probably. Think Blues, you'd be a better songwriter. Jazz. 
I can show you right now at Kenny Cox Music. More plugs. Can you play like the blues on guitar? I can play some bass. Yeah. If you, all right, since Dude, this is my blues. podcast, we're gonna talk about me. Um, my first. Band, if you don't want us to talk to you, we don't have to talk to you. I played bass in. Okay. And it was up in Estes Park, Colorado, where the bluegrass is bluer. And uh, oh. yeah, we just I was I picked up a bass and my friend taught me like blues. Nice riffs and whatnot. On the bass, blues is tight. On the bass, blues is tight. If it weren't for the blues, we wouldn't have John Mayer. God, I wish. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? You don't like John Mayer? I hate the fuck out of John Mayer, man. You okay? I guess I gotta love him or hate him. You got to admit he's an insane guitar player. I gotta admit that there are million better <laughs> people only you only like Get John because he's cute dude, dude fuck yeah Dragon yeah. Force Dragon Force <laughs> you don't kick your guitar you're not cool John Mayer's never kicked his guitar alright next <laughs> what are we, what are we Noah about? what uh, got, got you got into music? music okay so this is uh, there's, there's some steps to this process okay okay so what first got me into music this is a little embarrassing it's because I'm from Arkansas the country band Alabama yeah okay <laughs> Then I played the violin for uh, about 13 years. Five, yeah, five to 18, so 13 years. Damn. Can you still play, you think? Yeah, man. I can still Do you still play. have one? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I have an electric violin. I have Does that yeah, translate violin to bass? No, not at all. Not at all? Even though it's like four strings and like no, a little bass? It hasn't. It's a mini bass. I played the little bass in Little Rock, Arkansas. And then from there, when I was 10, I got Guitar Hero 3. Okay. Yeah, that, that's right. what started it. Actually, no, no, no. I dated this really bitchy emo girl in high school, and she got mm. me into like a mice and men and asking Alexandria and stuff. It was me. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Chloe. Chloe was the, Chloe's the bitchy. You're and pretty fucking into, bitchy. I am. Me and John Mayer. <laughs> I can't, I still can't get over that. That you. We can kick him out right now. Yeah, we can kick him out of the band. We can kick him out of the band live on podcast. Well, do it. I'm going to see him with Dead and Company next year, so fuck you. <laughs> I gotta sell the, your Christmas present. The Grateful Dead. <laughs> that's my. Uh, that's my guilty pleasure. Do you have a guilty stoner. pleasure? Do I have a guilty pleasure? I'm not a fucking stoner. My guilty pleasure is <laughs> there's Lord. anything wrong with me in it. Lord. Lord, I fucking love Lord. She's talented. She's a queen. I love her. Oh, well, she's oh, no. talented. Andrew. Ah, uh, Dua Lipa. <laughs> what? I love Dua Lipa. That's all that. The, the chick that writes that girl that, or the chick that writes the one that goes that. Uh, Say I'm sorry, it's too late now. So save it, good God, shut is it like up. A, is it's it like a, a pop, popular yeah. song? Okay. It's super pop. You're like, um, I don't, I don't listen I, really I apologize cool that I don't music. know it. No, like, um, so I live with Henry from Contender, mm-hmm. and obviously I don't give a fuck. I've heard so many times on the radio, and I was tweeting about it, right? And he was like, dude, have you checked out the rest of her stuff, actually? And I was like, no. And he goes, yeah, do it, leave us slams. And I was like, really? Okay, so I went and listened, and I was like, this is awesome. Nice. So yeah, I got a pop sign. Okay. That or water parks is probably. Water parks is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Really. Tbh, I know a lot of people love them, but I have yet to listen to them. They got I some he- good songs. I hear good things. There's people on Instagram who really love them. Can't remember who. No, they got they got some really really good songs. I think they're very good songwriters. Okay. Yeah, they're awesome. What about you, dummy? <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry. I take about you already talked to him. What about me? You started oh, with him. No, not guilty pleasure. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, so we're going back and forth. I, okay, I see what you're doing. I really don't know. I'm Wouldn't she just shit a brick if you said John Mayer? <laughs> John Mayer. <laughs> I listen to him. But I, hate, I, hate I just fucking hate him, but I listen to him Yeah, I hate him. Just to be cool for the cloud, but I listen to him. For the cloud. Yeah, dude. Nah, dude. His, really oh, can I add another guilty pleasure real quick? Sure. I like Ghost Man. Damn. Ghost Man? Ghost Man. Is that a rapper? Yeah, it's a rapper. A rapist? Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good point. All right, tell me how you feel about this. My guilty pleasure is XXX. Whatever. Yeah, sure. That's how you pronounce that. Um, but is it okay? So I don't like him because he's like a piece of shit. He's know? dead. It's fine. But yeah, he's now that dead. he died, I listen to him because he can't profit off it. Is I don't know. Okay? Nick, what do you think? Does that make me like? I a, guess. Does that make me a hypocrite? Yeah, he does have a new album. I'm not really good with like moral things. Like, <laughs> I'm good at being moral in my own realm, but I'm as far as this. like, is it moral to listen to XXX? It's, is it blah 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 blah? It's very immoral to listen to John Mayer. God, what you John are fucking killing me. I hope he hears this. He, he is a friend of the podcast. Did it just hasn't worked out getting him on here? Yeah. Wouldn't that be sick if he like watched your podcast though? It would be sick be if he watched it. it say like a whole I would just like to me. know if one famous person watches it. Instagram Live uh, just went not live. Oh, it's low battery. You're fine, dude. Your phone's dying. You need, oh, to, you need to get on that. Your yeah. phone's dying. Is so it? go to Jake Backseaters on YouTube if you want to watch more. Thanks. And we're going to end that. End of live. All right. Hell yeah. So. Fuck off, Koi. Me and Jake got so, we are like, we got along so well. Meeting each other for the first time until now. Until when now, we, like, definitely. When he was first drumming for us. Yeah, and then fucking instant. We love talk shit all the time. It's great. Let's let's talk about that. Oh, I no. I filled in on drums for you guys. It was great. That was a fun experience. That's how we really got to know each other. Dude, that show was so fun. Honest to God. That was a ton of fun. I apologize that I like overplayed, but I had so <laughs> much drum pent up that like, and like I play. Just so on you know. YouTube. Uh, you look so mad. Not hundred <laughs> percent sure. You look so mad. Wait, what happened? She says that the quality is bad. Hmm. I wish I could fucking test it and press that button, because I think that button does something and makes what, it louder. What button are you talking about? That white, that little white button. Koi, push the white button, and then Cat the, will text me and tell me if it got better or not. What is that? Your mono and stereo. I have no fucking clue. Uh, that might have done. Oh, the audio just went. Like, here, like the audio level just stopped working. So, oh, so did. now they probably can't hear anything. Yeah, okay, here, so here, press it again. Okay, what about now? Okay. Hey. It's not the best interface, and the microphone is behind you. I thought it would be easier oh. that way. Oh. So try taking oh. the microphone off this stand. Oh, do you want me to like put it right there? Yeah, if we put it on the table, uh. maybe it'll work. That's weird. This is still like a new thing going live on a laptop. So I'm still figuring that out to Noah's girlfriend. I'm very sorry that it's such a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, no, you're you're a smart cookie, buddy. You're right. Now you're not. Here we go.
Oh, you got it. Oh, oh, oh no, we didn't. No. More drinks. For those of you listening, we're just trying to figure out the YouTube audio. There we go. Yeah, uh, oh. Mm. As painful as all this YouTube audio shit is, I'm almost over it. Or I should start, I should just go back to using my phone for the YouTube live. Because that's what I was doing. The only problem with it was it would just decide like, hey, I'm tired. I'm just going to turn this off now. Randomly. So It happens. Yeah. Well, it does happen. What were we talking about? I already forgot. We, we were talking about, about guilty pleasures. No, we were talking about you drubbing. Yeah, we oh, talking, right, actually, right, right, right. We were right. talking about Ghost Man. <laughs> we're not restarting this. <laughs> <laughs> but... Anyway, so what I was saying is, I apologize for playing too hard. There was a lot of pent-up drumliness because I don't Drum. get to do it as is that often. A technical term, drumliness. Drumliness, yes. <laughs> but I had a fucking blast, dude. It was so fun, and the crowd was yeah. insane. They were nuts. And getting to know you guys was rad because I feel like when you play shows with a band, like you talk in passing and you talk a little bit, but there's just like so much going on, like overstimulation that you really don't like yeah you don't get to know the people so like i was really stoked to actually hang out with you guys yeah except for phil (laughs) except for phil i hope phil sees this phil i miss you phil we love you but it was so funny watching jake make fun of you dog (laughs) he's not he's not a bad guy no we like phil i like him it's just i he brought out the worst in me (laughs) uh but Thousand Miles of Fire has been going for a long fucking time. Yeah. No. No. It's not not for you two. It's been like a year <laughs> since I joined. That's when the band really kicked off. Yeah, really. We're really the only reason. Let's start at the beginning. Did you want to start Tell us about the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Of, oh, yes. man. All right. So the in, beginning you were was... In were you 12 when it started? I was 12 years old. Yeah. Start okay. at, no, start at the very beginning in Pusan. Like a year ago. Too so much, um, yeah, I was 12. So me and my, my best friend CJ at the time, um, <clears throat> he had actually just shown me four years strong. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I was like, this is so sick. And he was like, dude, he's like, you play guitar. He's like, what if we just started writing songs? Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then we ended up finding some other buddies. One of my friends, uh, Teddy, um, you know, who was in the, no, he wasn't. He just played guitar. I think we just knew him cause he played guitar. Um, we all got together and started jamming and he ended up having, um, like a lot of like because he had guitar lessons, so we had experience actually yeah. playing. So once we got those three, like us three together, oh my god, mm-hmm. guys, then that, that sort of started. And basically, we just started out like covering All Time Low and Yellow Card and shit. And the funny yeah. thing was, is that this is something that we were, this is like a meme. We didn't have a drummer to like 2016. Like you just didn't play with yeah. a drummer? No, at all? We, we used a laptop yeah, we and we fed the laptop with a click. And the laptop, <laughs> well, the, the click went to us, the laptop fed out to the, the, um, Names and uh, drum drum tracks played. So you've been have you been doing wireless since you were twelve? Yeah, we had like really cheap Chinese made ear monitors, but yes, we did send click to the Damn. cheap ear monitors. Did you do the drums because you play drums as well? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's yeah. how that worked. And actually, even before um, we started putting out our own crappy original music that we recorded in my room, um, we had another singer actually. Really, I was the singer. Yeah. We had this kid, one of my friends, Nick Gioli, um, uh-huh. way back in middle school, he was he was our singer, and then he left to go to a different high school when we all graduated from middle school. So then had you sang before, or you were just no, like, that was, fuck dude, it Dude, singing sing. was the last thing I actually learned how to do. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt real quick. If you're not doing anything right now, our guitar player, Jackson, his band Colony Collapse goes on at 7th Circle in 40 minutes, so get your ass over there. 
That's like five dollars. Yeah, that's it. Do it. Go, to the Go show. do that. They're gonna kick ass tonight. I'm sorry we can't be there, buddy. Um, but yeah, so we had another singer. I became the singer in like 2013, so it was like yeah, almost six years ago, which is nuts. Wow. Damn. Um, and um, just recently, actually, when Koi joined the band, I stopped playing guitar too. So I just started singing. You don't play guitar at all anymore. Neither. Oh, or just when you play that acoustic song. Yeah, well, not live anymore. I play all the time. I guess I, I didn't notice that you didn't play guitar at all. Yeah. Huh. What were you on? He didn't play guitar. Drums. I was either. on drums, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I guess you wouldn't. I played that one song solo playing guitar, so I guess yeah. that makes sense why you would. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, I just didn't think about it because, like, when you're filling in, like, I want to make you guys look as good as possible. So, like, I'm not really focusing on what you're doing. I'm just trying to do my fucking job. So. Yeah, so basically we got the early years, right? Then we mm-hmm. got the EP era, which was in 2017. And that was when like we opened for the main. And we headlined Summit Music Hall with you guys for the first time, which was really fun. Yeah, that uh, was insane. And then, yeah, that lineup sort of dispersed. Um, everyone started figuring out that they wanted different things. Then Koi joined the band. I stopped singing, and that's kind of where we are now. Okay. I get it. I'm not important. It's fine. No, no. I was going to tell Nova's story separately because it was like I posted it on our college class group, and I was like, hey, if you are a bassist and you have experience in gear, then... Can you promote your shows on that? You yes. Yeah. Right here. Damn. I knew <laughs> I should have gone to college. Your shows on there. We'll just say it's our band. Yeah, we'll just say, hey, go see the backstage for the street team. Uh, but or you can just promote your show that we're playing. No, I don't, I don't care about that show. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, no, and then Noah and I were already friends from uh, college orientation. We were good okay. friends throughout freshman year. And he goes, dude, if I had a bass or any gear, I would so do it. And I was like, well, you're my friend, so I'm going to make it happen. And, like, he just started playing with us. And that was it. It was fucking awesome. I was like, dude, I get to have one of my best friends from college in the band. That's fucking sick. That's (laughs) right. It's awesome. So, yeah. How how did you and Koi meet? Because you live in, like, Fort Collins, don't you? Oh, well, I, lived, <laughs> I lived in Estes Park, Colorado. This is such a good story, dude. Dinner, okay. so. Yeah, well, he was actually like a fan of ours for a long time. For real? I'm yeah. to think of where the first... Was the Defy Your Stars one, dude? No, no, it wasn't. Let's try not to that. Who else was playing the show? I think it was Shatterproof. Yeah, that makes sense. D- are they still signed? Cause, I have like, no idea. They got signed, put out that music video. Shit was crazy for a little while, and I haven't heard anything else. I, I have no idea. no clue. Huh. You know? No. <laughs> He's like, I have no idea. Brain games. We don't play brain games on here, okay? We, play we got listeners. Girls. We got viewers. People want to know shit. They saw me do that. Probably. <laughs> you fucking moron. Back Not, to the story. You winked your other eye. They didn't yeah, see fine. that. No, I didn't wink my eye at all. Back uh, to the story, Jake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, shit. Would you stop kicking Would you that? stop? No, it's you. I apologize it's to the listeners. It's your fault, dude. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Well, it's not good enough, I did Jake. my fucking best. Anyway. Back to my podcast. this part. Back to my podcast. <laughs> okay, Joe uh, Rogan. I'll tell it. Yeah, uh, fuck yeah, me. Yeah, I went to, go see, went to go see Shatterproof, and I watched Andrew open for him. And at the time, it was like, I was just playing electric guitar. And I'm like, wow, this kid's like jumping on stage. I was like, that's <laughs> sick. So I went and said hi, and then, you know, this little Asian boy, I'm like, wow. He's like... He's like a familiar, you know? It's like having your own familiar. I was like, man, this kid's so cool. And yeah, then we just became friends. And I don't... Then, yeah, you can't... You, you just insinuated that you own Andrew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking warlock and he's my familiar. Right. God. 
Oh, but yeah, we fuck, we became dude. buddies. He like ran the pit at a couple of our shows, which was really fun. And then uh, Pitmaster. When we when we started dialoguing amongst the band at the time, like what do we do to improve ourselves? They were like, yeah. Andrew, it seems like you you know you can sing really good, and you can play guitar really good, but you can't quite do both at the max at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, I'll go with singing because my stage presence, you know, I think is pretty good. And they were like, For All right, sure. well, who do you have in mind? And I was like, Oh, I know a guy. And then that guy didn't work out. So that, no, you me. were the first one I asked. <laughs> and then he texted me. God. Well, actually, that guy no, didn't he, was hit, he was hitting up his homies from Pusan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trying first to get guy somebody didn't work to come out, back. The second guy didn't work out. Yeah, I asked, uh, I asked he my... He burnt through the list. No, I asked my birth mom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. It's a little real. <laughs> I'm speechless. All right. So you formed. Where are you at now? Here. Where is a thousand? We are right early, right, right here fucking in your basement. know that. <laughs> then why'd you fucking ask? I'm saying, where's the band at now? Literally in your basement. Because you three are the only ones in the picture. Correct. That's not true. There's actually people behind us. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to answer this one since these idiots seem to not be able to. Sorry. So. We love you. If um, you want to see the major chin scratch that I just did, slash eye roll, go watch on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and comment. So, uh, we're riding the wave of probably our biggest release yet. Uh, we just put out a song, Who We Could Be, actually a week from yes. today, a week ago from today. Which, which really cool. I listened to it the morning after you released it. It was like the first thing I listened to that day. It was stuck in my head all day. Hell yeah. Oh man, thank you so much. Because like, I filled in for you guys, but like, I also genuinely like your music. And it was cool like getting to learn it because then I could hear like how... Uh, I don't know. Just listening to all the different parts, it wasn't just like a full song playing. It was like a bunch of different parts playing. It was it was fucking cool. What did, are you doing? Did we check the streams, bro? Oh, did we play who we could be? We did. did. We played. The we, did. we did. We, we played be. the demo version. Yeah. yeah, we did play that song. And now it's totally different, which is cool. really. But yeah, no, dude, the release has been I awesome. I remember. <laughs> The release Too has been great. Ago. We've had way more streams yeah. than we thought we would get. We've gained a ton of traction from this one. Yeah. Um, and it was nice, too, because um, Waterparks was here 10 days before the song came out. Uh-huh. So I went down the line, and I just promoted the song early. And yeah. everyone was, like, so hooked by the catchy chorus. And they were like, when does the song come out? And I was like, well, it comes out in 10 days. you got to pre-save it. you got to follow us. And that shot us up a whole bunch of followers. And then, like I was saying earlier, with the whole Twitter thing, that shot us up a bunch of following. So yeah. we're, like, in a really good spot right now for the first time in a while, which feels really good. It sounds like you're doing all the prep work to prepare for this. Oh yeah, release. we have like a like a whole Google Doc yeah. that was like the seven day release plan. Damn. And it was yeah, it was all sorts of crazy and wild. Is it gonna be an EP or an album? It's just a single. We're just gonna do singles for a while. Oh okay. Yeah, we have another single coming out uh, early next year. Okay, that's what uh, kind of a lot of bands are doing. Is they're doing, um, like, are you familiar with Night Love? Yeah, dude, I dude, fucking, fucking love, love Night Love. Same. I've talked to him about being on here. Uh, we haven't figured out scheduling yet, but I really admire like what he's doing, releasing the singles like every so often, but also releasing like a music video with each single. I think that's fucking. Yeah, rad. that's what we'd I like see. to do. I see are a lot you? Of people doing do, that. Are you guys gonna do a music video? We're in the soon? planning phase of one for the next okay. single. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Yeah, we're we're going for real like 2008 like easy core house party kind of video vibe. Oh, nice! Can we use your house? Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have you in my house as less time as possible. Damn, I understand. 
Just kidding. I was looking at you, but I was talking to Koi. <laughs> yeah, it's because he oh. fucking hates John Mayer. I know. I need to fucking get over that. I'm sorry, Koi. He's Everybody likes things it. differently. Like, I'm sure you like some shit that I hate. What do you hate? That uh, like? I hate disco. Koi loves disco. All tour, he only listened to disco. Yeah, dude, now. seriously. It was like it was like the 80s all over. For real? What the, did you say disco happened in the 80s? Yes. Radio. Where were you? The 70s, bro. Actually? Yeah, bro. Oh, well, shows how much I don't like disco. I love disco. I just, disco, and I'm not a huge fan of funk. Funk is tight. It's just, I don't know, for some reason, it just doesn't do it for me, but that's just me as a person, the way my brain fires, just doesn't, Man. doesn't click. So, I can't really blame you for not liking John Mayer. <laughs> you attacking his personality, though, that's <laughs> a little much. Yeah. Okay? He is I a... I did the opposite of that. I called him cute, and I hate him for that. You hate him. Because you hate him because are you, he's are you, cute? I feel like you're backtracking to make yourself. That's look a better. good band. I feel like you're forward tracking to be mean to me. What? I'm All right. Like, you what? Want, do you, we need to repeat this? No. If you don't, if you want to know why I don't like John Mayer, go back ten minutes ago when I explained it. Noah, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. And subscribe yes. To the podcast. Yes. While you do that, like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Uh, no more John Mayer. Fuck, where were we? We were just talking about the band, yeah. new single, yeah. planning new a music video. Have you, so you recorded this single with Mike Anderson. Yeah. Who is now in Nashville. Yes. So what are you going to do about that? Well, um, we did Did you guys this. already record the it's other already, singles? It's done, yeah. but oh, okay. it's not with Mike. Okay. So we did it with uh, Alex Scott, who drums and postcards. Oh, we did it with Redwall Audio, um, his studio up there. Uh, they've done Contender, all the postcard stuff. Okay. Uh, new Away, also Rain in July. I know Rain in July is in the studio in there right now. Oh. Okay. Piffalo. Love that band. Oh, dude, they're so good. Um, cool. Colony Collapse, who we were just talking about. They did yeah. their most recent single in there. Go see them. Um, yeah, go see them. You have 30 um, minutes. Like, yeah, 30 minutes. Where um, is that studio? It's up in Westminster. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a really cool space. So we're thinking nice. about when we release this next song, we're probably going to go back to Alex. Yeah. And then have Mike sort of produce it and work with us on like the actual creation phase of the song and then have Alex okay. mix and master and record it. Nice. What, the, what we're talking about right now, because we, we really like what Mike did with the pre-production and the help yeah. with writing, but um, I mean, obviously, now that he lives in Nashville, it's going to be easier for us to access Alex's studio. Mm -hmm. um, I like working with him as an engineer. So, yeah. Yeah. Got to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. I always hated the idea of a producer. I was like, before we recorded with Taylor Hahn, I was like, these are my ideas. The song's written. This is how we're going into it. 100%. Shut the fuck up. And then we started working with Taylor Hahn. I don't know if it's because he's like a good-looking man or because he's like soft-spoken and really nice, but he talked me into doing some things with our songs that I wasn't comfortable with. Do you have a crush on him? Because it sounds like you oh, do. Oh, definitely. Okay. I have a man crush on Taylor Hahn for sure. You know who else I have a man crush on? Who? The guy who sings in the Amity Affliction. Oh, Aaron? Or yeah. Aaron. Singer. Yeah. The Aaron. singer. Aaron Stringer? Yeah. Too. Stringer? Something like that. Aaron Stringer? I don't know what yeah. his last name is. Yeah. Well, like the guy who sings and plays bass. Corp shirts and like Cradle of Filth shirts. So that's cool. Yeah, he's I, like super I just think he's a good looking dude. Oh, yeah. There's a... Deadcore sucks. I definitely have a, a type, for sure. A type of good looking dudes. It's I can John admit Mayer, when, a, right? when a guy is good looking. Is John Mayer a good looking dude? Honestly, John Mayer doesn't do it for me. No? Mm, I don't find him good-looking. Nick does. I think what? You find John Mayer good-looking, right? Yeah, he's a good-looking man. 
He is good looking, I will say that. I mean, he's not bad looking. He's definitely good looking for sure. Like if we just keep coming back to John Mayer. You're pretty good looking. It's a pretty big Thanks, point. man. I mean, he just straight up opened teeth. the podcast saying he hates John Mayer. That's true. Like, yeah, but I forgave him, okay? We're moving past it. That's just one of those things. We disagree, and we're just going to move past it. Maybe when you get older, you'll realize that like slower music can be good, too. Okay, I have a, I have a story about that. So... Um, That's why I don't like turn last, If it isn't over 200 BPM, I'm out. <laughs> last, two years ago, uh, one of my best friends, Ethan, um, we were talking about just music that we do. Because that was right when, when he, he kind of like had a pop punk phase, got out, went to the indie and pop stuff, and then got back into pop punk. Yeah. And when he was getting back into pop punk, he goes, dude, songs with dr- without drums suck. I was like, you mean every song without drums sucks? And he goes, yeah, like acoustic, boring. He's like, some of the digital ambient shit, boring. He's like, songs with drums only. I was like... Ethan, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? I was like, yeah, that's not true. you're about to graduate high school. And then he came around. But oh my God, that was the yeah. funniest argument I've ever had. I mean, when I was in high school and even, I mean, up until probably four or five years ago, I refused to listen to anything on the radio because it was on the radio and it was like pop punk, easy core and hardcore. That was it. For some reason, I just believe that that was the only way, and I'm glad I got over it, and I hope one day you get over it too, Koi. He's, he's stuck in 2008, Attack Attack Stills' favorite band. But Mice Stick, and Men is still my favorite band. Who? But Mice and Men, self-titled album is my favorite, so Attack Attack. Yeah. Another band just never did it for me. Man. The only You're time I liked of Mice and Men, I saw them live one time, but... Uh, Jerry Roush or Roush? Jerry Roush. Yeah, Solomon Sky Roush. Eats Airplane. He was uh, he was doing vocals for him. Was it the fill-in tour that he filled in with? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I like th- yeah it was with. Who, were they, who was headlining the show? Uh, I can't remember. Skylit Drive. That's right. Dude, that, that, I missed that band. Skylit, did you see that picture that some dude posted that Corey Laquay, their drummer, is a mailman? Yeah, lot. yeah. He wow. was like the drummer from a Skylar Drive is my mailman. That Damn. made me so fucking people sad. That. People say that about me, probably. Are you? Oh yeah, <laughs> you, are. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mailman. That's hilarious. People, people up in the middle of the man. Woods. That guy from Thousand Miles of Fire, the tall ginger one, he's already washed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just it it was sad for me because like. Travis Barker, Aaron Gillespie, and Corey LaQuay were like my drumming Ooh, idols. So, I mean, he went downhill when he started getting dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Don't, don't do that. But, uh, yeah, it just made me really sad to see that because I was like, fuck, I hope that doesn't happen to me. What if it does? Well, then... Uh, Did you go work for FedEx? It's like similar but not the same. I can't do that because no, of my FedEx, tattoos yeah. and ears and... Not true. The post office. I know a dude man. who works for FedEx. Really? He's got a bunch yeah. of tattoos. I know a dude who works for FedEx has a tattoo on his hand. Like okay. Right there. You know what? I just don't want to. Okay. You just I found said, my you niche opened up with that. in detailing cars. Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty sick job, though. Yeah. I mean, it's. I am the only person I know, like, this is me getting high on myself, but I'm the only person in our shop out of eight other dudes who have been detailing for over 10 years. I've been doing it like two years. I'm the only person who's allowed to detail Audi R8s and anything over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, I'm big surprised that Jake isn't like in a new metal band. Like he works in a car shop. What's your stance on Limp Bizkit's <laughs> seminal album, 
chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> because it's just one of those days. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with a band called Fox Lake? Oh yeah. Yes. No, I'm not. Okay. I love them. They're some of my best friends and they covered uh I know. Break stuff. I know. You can just call it You've what seen it is. them? It's break shit, yeah. sir. Is it break shit? Yeah, I mean that's like the, the the radio title is break stuff. It's stupid. Does Brandon listens to podcast, you know? Yeah. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I have another story. So Noah okay. Noah was humming that chocolate starfish song to himself in the bathroom in a rest stop on tour. And so he's humming that to himself, right? I'm going in to wash my hands. And I hear him singing chocolate star. And I'm like, oh, God. And he goes, hey, Andrew. And I said, yeah, what's up, Noah? And he goes, can you get me baby wipes in the van? <laughs> and I'm Wow. I said, uh, you could have yeah, no, told uh, them the story where we were at a different rest stop and you walked in on me singing Fireflies. No, I have a video of that. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. I, no, Owl I didn't City? even walk yeah. in there. Nice. You went to poo, I went to pee, and you started dancing. Oh, that's right. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, you were just dancing. Tour was fun. Yeah. How many times have you guys have gone on tour? Twice? Twice. Nice. Once with them, once with the different. Well, once with them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we played the first tour we did. We actually played New York you City, toured which was with a famous yeah. band. That was awesome. Yeah, I haven't ever <laughs> toured out sure. east, unfortunately. Like the furthest east I've gone is Chicago, but I would like to go out there because I feel like backseaters would be it would like fit in a lot better on the east coast because mm-hmm. yeah, we're not like shoegaze enough for like surf rock, you know. So I would like to go to the East Coast. Yeah, dude. No, New York City and the whole East Coast is super tight with supporting that kind of music. So nice. I mean, obviously it helps that I'm from there too. Like I, I lived in Brooklyn for like the first. Did you lie to us? I thought you were from uh, Pusan. I, t- I said in the podcast <laughs> that the first place I lived in the U.S. was Brooklyn. I wasn't paying attention. Of course you weren't. Pusan, Brooklyn. Go figure. Pusan, Brooklyn. <laughs> I mean, they have a little Korea in New York. Tour is rad though, but what would you like if you had one tip each of you? If you had one tip to give somebody going on tour, what would it be? Don't don't bring Noah. (laughs) Baby wipes. If you don't think you're gonna need them, you're wrong. You are very wrong. You will stink. That's a fair tip, actually. You will feel sticky. Um, I wasn't ready for these questions. (laughs) My my tip on tour is. Have fun, man. It's actually, it sounded like you said my tampon like were... tour. Yeah, bring some tampons on door, man. Yeah, just in case. You, you sounded like you were going to cry. Go on tour with your best friends. Go on tour with other bands. Make them your best friends. I'm trying. I'm really trying. To try. Better hand. Go on tour with a better hand. That's my He's tip. Crying. That, that He's I'm crying. Really hard. He's tearing up, uh, dude. I'm like actually trying it. Um, You're trying to cry. Yeah. My my it's tip my tip for touring is to like I don't know. I mean it's kind of along the same lines as Koi. Like really really value you know what you're doing because it's yeah. fucking cool. You're hundreds of thousands of miles away from home playing music with your friends. That's sick. Yeah. And I didn't really like at the time it was like oh I'm so tired oh we didn't get this loaded in oh Koi wouldn't fucking load in his gear. Oh my oh, god. This if you know if happen. he brings up carrying the cab up the stairs one more goddamn time I'm quitting the, the band. Hardest thing I'm quitting the band. Any of us have ever would have ever had to do on tour I did it by myself. His story is basically 127 the, steps 
I counted them. Oh, yeah. No. Our no. Rack hates. That's no. a lot of fucking He's like, he, This is like, I walked to school uphill in 50 feet of snow both ways. That's his story about that's like, carrying Yeah, that's like his version case. of that. That did not happen. <laughs> I carried it up no, 127 dude, I, I flights of stairs to load in and load out. And I carried Jackson's head up the stairs. And here's, the, here's the best part, right? Y'all went back to the hotel and I backlined everything. All right. Hey, you said we could. Our band's breaking up. Thanks. Right now. I love this podcast. We're done. So I would have to agree with you the whole, you know. Yeah, no, on, a, on, a, thing. on a serious note. Yeah. For some idea. reason, one of my favorite things was is I would just forget what day it was. Yeah. <laughs> because every day is Saturday. Yeah, pretty much. Not know. working. Yeah, yeah. Not working. I did the same thing when I got back home. So. And like, <laughs> so the first couple of nights sleeping on a bench seat and shit, if you're in like a traditional van. It like sucks the first two nights, but then like after that, you just can't wait to get back in the van, crawl up in your sleeping bag, and fall asleep. Like, and you just sleep. If you're not driving or co-pilot, you just sleep so much. We did it differently. I can give you you good tips not to do. Yeah, take a minivan. Don't take a minivan without a trailer. (laughs) We did a minivan without a trailer. Don't get your switch stolen on tour. Did it have uh, bucket seats? No. Or did it have like a? It had. Well, we okay. We only spent seat. one night in the van in Wichita, which was hell. But after that, that we did yeah. hotels, which actually he, ended up costing us. He money. actually at one in the morning got out of the van with like a like it was like a sleeping bag or and some blankets uh-huh. and a pillow, and we were parked in a Walmart parking lot in Wichita, and he started to walk over to an overhang, uh-huh. and then he saw like a drug deal go down. We saw it from the car, and he ran back to the car. Yeah, and got so back in. It was like blistering hot in the van, but we couldn't roll the yeah. windows down because it was raining. Right, we're mm-hmm. all trying to sleep in there. There's fogging up in the windows. Everything was awful. So, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And I was like, you think I could fit under the car? But I couldn't fit under the car. He right? did try to sleep under. I the did car. try to fit under. There the was car. some creepy people in Wichita. So if you're gonna sleep in Wichita, you need to go a little further into Wichita than we did because we were like on the outskirts. We the went to McDonald's. So after this, we were like, okay, none of us are gonna get any sleep. Let's go to McDonald's. So I drove us to McDonald's because I was in the driver's seat. And on our way back, it's we saw a dude seat. who looked. He was like dressed like One Punch Man. If you've ever watched One Punch Man, the nope. anime, he was dressed like One yeah, Punch Man. Yeah, he had Man, the cape and everything. But you got to keep Let's in mind, it was two in the morning. Let's just put this out here for future reference. I don't watch anime and I don't like anime. Why don't I mean, you like wrong, movies? but okay. Um, okay well, I whatever. know I'm wrong. Whatever. Okay. I hate this everything man, that everybody loves. He looked at us as we drove by him and then immediately like Naruto ran in the opposite direction. Yeah, like this like with his full, cape flying yeah, in the wind. With his yeah, cape, dude. Flowing our, oh our, at two our, in the morning. Our friend Jackson, who's been playing guitar for us, was like, "Turn the fucking van around!" And I was like, "No!" And he's like, "We need to go find One Punch Man." Oh man, that was a wild night. We can tell you so many stories from that. Just story. for that one, literally, just from that one night, we probably have ten stories. That night was wild. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, the drug deal thing and drug That's deal. Insane. There was a dude who like followed us like on foot into the parking lot of yeah. Walmart and oh, walked, yeah, then he ate, walked he around like, outside our van and the other van that we were touring with and walked around their van. For like 10 yeah, no, I had his knife on him. That and was Jackson wild. and I got out of the car and we had to like walk around to make sure the dude had actually left. Shit was wild. Yeah, we saw a drug deal. And... Another tip: bring a weapon on tour. Always, yeah, yeah dude, you gotta always gotta be strapped. I always had a knife and then. Uh... <laughs> and your piece, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Those, Taylor? Was I don't want to say it, dude, because we technically they're much. illegal. Ooh. Which is ridiculous. Right, well, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Postman Coy. <laughs> yeah, That's Co- your rap name. Coistman. Postmaster. Postmaster. Postmaster Coy. Coistman. The Postmaster. 
So I want to go back to the single, who we could be. And also, I just kind of want to talk about songwriting because we already talked about, I can't remember, did we do it on the podcast or before the podcast? It was before it started. Before the podcast, about this, yeah. I asked you if you wrote, wrote the songs and stuff. Um, so like writing this song, kind of what is it about? How'd you go about like writing it? How did it come to be? Um... It started, and I actually, there's a video on YouTube coming out about this. I'm, I'm starting to do a series where I kind of explain the story behind each song okay. and throw it up on YouTube. I really like when um, bands do that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but it, I have, so I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. We have an album, like a full-length album that's 10 songs. It's not very good, uh, but it exists. Not on Spotify or anything, so if you find it, it is good, good for you. Okay. Right. I don't believe it. Think, I think it's good. I, I enjoy. I think the songs, songs are fine. I just think yeah. the recording is terrible. I will not lie to you. I've only listened to like half of it. It's it, it's. We're probably not. Did you record it personally? Uh, me and a, and a good buddy of mine from my childhood actually worked on it together, and he okay. he has an awesome project called Corsicana. But anyway, so I'll backtrack on that song. The first song on that record is a song called Spruce Street, and that was about. Oh uh, crap. That was about my friends. Um, uh, I've had like the same sort of general group of friends. Since middle school, which has been crazy. Yeah. It's awesome to kind of keep that connection with people. And so I, you know, I mean, obviously I love them with all my heart. So I wrote a song about them. And then fast forward to like, it's the, we got a, we're all graduating. You know, we, yeah. all, we all ended up, most of us ended up graduating from the same high school, if not exa at exactly the same time. And yeah. it was like the last day before some of my friends would go off to college, like move out of state. You know, I would start classes. And I was like, guys, everything's going to change. Like, this is, you know, one last night that we have to do, you know, anything we want with zero repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. That's where the live it up for one more night thing came from. And then I, you know, I wrote that down and I had it stuck in my head and I kind of had a melody going. Really, I completed the lyrics in like 30 minutes. I just wrote and wrote and wrote until it came out. And then those are usually the best songs. Yeah. And then and I had the melody. So I recorded the melody. And then from there, I just put chords to it. Um, it and like I said, it was really different before I touched it. It was a totally different song. Yeah. So, I mean, Mike really helped flush out the song in terms of writing, but I mean, yeah, that's that's basically how it was. I just, you know, wanted to write something about people that meant a lot to me and yeah. had the melody in my head, and from there it was just, you know, there you go. And I, and I also knew I wanted to break down. Yeah. I knew I wanted to break down. That's, that's those are the three things. one thing I enjoy about your guys' band is the breakdowns. Because you would never, other than Like Serpents, I don't think any of the other songs you would expect a breakdown in any of them. And I always, like... I always wanted to be in a pop punk band, like drum in a pop punk band, like to boot, but also play breakdowns. So I never really got to do it. I played along to it on my iPod, but like when I learned you guys' breakdowns, I kind of had to learn breakdowns. <laughs> it was kind of insane. I had to learn how to do anything. Yeah, he literally hadn't touched a bass before drumming. Ever, never. Really? Yep. Yeah, it's kind of insane, actually. It's like super impressive that he picked that up. Yeah, I know. I'm like Getty Lee from Rush. I'm pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. I wouldn't go that far. I would no, say no, you're like. You're right. We should go even further. No. So, did Mike help with the structure or like chords? Like, what did he contribute? The chords and the melodies all stayed the same. Yeah. There's a lot of just like unnecessary bits where the same chord progression yeah. with no leads would play over it a couple times so he really he trimmed all the fat off yeah um we added the the gang vocals in the bridge didn't exist before we went to mike and he and him and koi actually came up with that idea which was really yeah. cool changed the breakdown pattern because it sounded too much like a day to remember yeah um, 
And then, yeah, I mean, he really, like I said, he really just helped flush out the song. Nothing about the song is like yeah. super different, but at the same time, it's totally different. Yeah, that's another thing you don't realize until you work with like a producer is you write these songs, you practice it, you hear it so many times, and yeah, then somebody else hears it and they hear like parts <laughs> that obviously you're not hearing in your brain. So it's like cool to collaborate yeah, with somebody. Yeah, he, who... he did stuff that I would have never thought to put in the song, which yeah. was cool. And another cool thing was we got to actually involve our fans on this song um, yeah. in the bridge where those gang vocals are. How many people did you have to do? Like nine people, I think. Nice. Yeah, Five I wasn't there, Isabel, so I'm not. Sarah and Kelsey. I don't know. It's crazy. I think like to like I have the demo that you played with us yeah. in the Dropbox, like still on my phone. Yeah. So I can go back and listen to that, and then I can go into the Google Drive folder for the pre-production, listen to the pre the pre-production, which is yeah. almost the same, with a few minor changes, and then you can listen to the actual, uh, the first mix, all the way through all of the mixes that we were sent into the master, mm -hmm. and just hear how much the song changed. You want to hear something funny? is originally when I did ground up, just like in the demo, it was late at night, I was like, eh, what the fuck? I, there's screaming oh, yes. at the end of ground up. That's my Can you uh, release that demo? Uh, I don't know, it is? Just send it to us. And yeah, yes, sure it's my favorite backstage. Okay, I'll send it to you, it's, again, it was late at night, I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just do it. And so I did like, you know how in Selma Data Remember songs, like you hear the singing at the forefront, but like Jeremy definitely screamed in the background. Yeah. That's what I did. Nice. And That's I just, so sick. I don't know. I thought it, I Dude, thought it was cool. I like a, but I will, I will so send it to you. Yeah, I want to hear that version because <laughs> I love that song. Honest to God. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what struck me as being weird is a lot of people loved Wander off of that EP, which I would have, I love that song too, but I would have not thought that that was the... On the the one that, yeah, it's the first song. Oh, see, I really like that one. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I thought it wouldn't be popular. I just didn't know that like people would pick it as their favorite. I, it's not okay, the one I'll... you. Want, it's not the one you thought. I, I think when you have a set of songs, you have like yeah. one that you think, okay, this is going to be the one people like, mm -hmm. and that wasn't the one you thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, Phantom is just like super personal to me, and like I love that song, like playing it. I enjoy listening to it. Like, I just love that fucking song. And so when people say that they love Wander, like, that means a lot to me too. But I was just like, oh, but Phantom. Yeah, so we, like, listen to this one. Like, fuck. We had a similar one. situation when we put out the EP, the last EP that we did, Moving On, Moving Forward, last summer. Yeah. We put out, I mean, obviously, Open Arms, the poppy mm -hmm. banger. And then Like Serpents is the one that everybody likes because it's got lots of breakdowns. It's really mean. Oh, yes. I didn't expect men's like I mean you remember playing that song. That yeah. song is like a to that song is like a completely out of left field for us. It's totally a different departure from yeah. everything we've ever done. You know what it kind of reminded me of is uh, the first song on uh, which neck deep album? I think it's Life's Not Out to Get You. Oh, this. Citizens of Earth. Yeah. 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 No, someone uh, Ben Weir from Tonight We Rise was like, "This is like thrice. This is just like old thrice." I was like, "What?" Yeah. But, I mean, like, we'd never done anything like that before, and it was really cool to kind of venture into that territory. We want to do it again, but yeah. everybody wants us to play that song. Like, we have I, yeah. Finn, who was in the, the podcast watching live earlier, is like, I demand justice for amends. And we, we're <laughs> yeah. now going to play it at every show because I fucking love playing that song. Yeah, yeah, I bothered you to play it a lot, too. Like, That's when we stopped playing it, I was like, fuck, I really oh, keep yeah. playing the song. Because, but then our hands hurt. Yeah, it's a fucking pain in the ass song. It's a meaty song yeah. to play. Uh, but I think I like amends the most. Because I think it sounds the most like uh, uh, the 
the band that we're named after. That is Story of the Year. Story of the Year. That was in the back of my head. Um, you guys are named after... We're named after Story of the Year, yeah. Here the city lights burn. Like, like a thousand miles of fire. fire. Yeah, Anthem of Our Dying Day, dog. <laughs> I think it sounds all right. less like that band. I yeah, you're right. Know. No, there was some hella Story of the Year in that. Story of the Year is like one of my all-time favorite bands. So, really? Yeah, Big dude, same. I fucking love Story of the Year. The only song I've ever heard is the Until the Day I Die. That's, that's, one, that's, probably, that's probably the first like punk song yeah. I ever listened to and stuff. I don't, I don't even know what that band sounds like. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. lie. So, oh, you yeah, know what I They have to. so much of a dynamic range. I'm sure you'd find something that you'd like in their discography because they're awesome. Let me yeah. tell you. You ever heard of the fuck off and dies? Yes. It's, that uh, band is awesome. Same. Same. <laughs> the Fods. The Fogs. Yeah. Singers band. Same singers. This is a family band. friendly podcast. Yeah. I have to ask you to stop swearing. <laughs> False. Frick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Songs. How much you yeah. like songs? How much you like songs? Coming so, from a thousand miles of fire, amends. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you ever worry sometimes? Cause like you have songs like open arms, and then you have songs like amends. Like, do you ever worry about having those two like varying songs? Never. No. No, because if people I mean, know... I think it's cool. Like, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. Don't be apologetic about. Oh well, this is the heavy song. Sorry. Like, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. I mean, there's two reasons why I don't care. And number one is just, well, three reasons. Number one is because I'd like that both sides yeah. of stuff. Number two is because if someone were to listen to us, click a song and be like, just a random song, and be like, oh, I really like this one. If they had clicked another song and it was kind of out of their taste, they wouldn't yeah. be latched onto us. Like, Open Arms has gotten just as many us uh, just as many fans as Amends has. So yeah. when you have a really cool dynamic range, it allows people to kind of find their niche within your stuff. Yeah. That's really And cool. number three is because... We played with bands like The Main and The Mowgli's and Vinyl Theater, like pop bands. And then we've played yeah. with Palisades, Franz from Attila. <laughs> Franzilla, baby. Yeah. So basically, when you have a... You've played with the Franz rap. Yeah, Solo. Franzilla, the rap project. It was How? Jeff from Soda Jerk, now Live Nation, was yeah. just like, hey, can you guys open this? Like, I just need someone to open this. It was a lot of fucking people, too. Oh, I'm sure. We should play with Bone Crew, man. Yes. <laughs> that would be sick. I have no idea who that is. It's uh, Franz's other thing. It's like trap metal. I want to play with Amir. He's got like a whole like ass like rapper on it. But yeah, so yeah. What I was the point I was trying to make is that when you play with the main, you just play your six lightest songs. When you mm-hmm. play with Franzilla or yeah. Palisades, you play your six heaviest songs. It allows you to be a good fit for just about any show. Like yeah. we opened for Landon from the Plot in You. That was fucking oh, sick. God, I cried. That's when I, I saw the message before everybody else did, and I didn't respond to it, but I was like in the group chat in all caps. I was like, "We're fucking playing this show." Damn. I was like, "If none of you can play it, I don't care. We're finding somebody else." Because I love the plot in you. Yeah. I fucking love them. I prefer the older heavy shit, but yeah. I love them. So when we, um, I don't remember who. I don't. I don't remember it. I just remember I got the message to the band page was like, "Hey, do you guys want to open for Landon Tours?" And I was like, "Ah!" Fucking screamed. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that was a fun oh show God. too. And yeah. Landon is such a sweet dude. We talked about like getting drunk on tour, like for like a like half an hour just yeah. at the show, just because he was like they would nice. tell a really funny story about like not being able to find their hotel room the night before in Denver. Oh jeez. And so then uh, we were just talking about just like tour misadventures. Like he's such a yeah. sweet dude. Yeah. We met a lot of really nice people at that show. All nice. the people that like all the all the fans in the audience like that still pay attention to us. Like they're literally some of the sweetest people we've ever ever interacted with that's rad yeah yeah i mean not to keep going back to a day to remember but like they're kind of the same way you can click on heartless and you hear like (laughs) something super heavy and then you click on i surrender 
which is like basically a pop song. That's what I was gonna say too, kind of like that. Like we don't do a single thing to any of our instruments at all to like change. Yeah. We don't have like pedals. Like I don't know what the fuck you. Do. I don't have. Pedals. I have a fucking. I have a my, tuner. I have, yeah, I have a tuner and a yeah. So it's not like we like we're not yeah. changing our tone. But I mean, gay. That's, that's proof gay. that you're actually playing the music that you want to play. <laughs> that you're not trying to like, you know, cater to anybody. Yeah, yeah I mean, we don't need all those stinking pedals that you yeah, have sitting behind you. Things. I actually because I can't play guitar. I would love so. to have yeah, all either. of those pedals. I don't know. I yeah, jealous. I mean, we just I write what I want to hear. Essentially. Yeah. So I mean, I like pop punk with breakdowns. I want to hear more pop punk with breakdowns. Hell yeah! That's Easy core needs to make a comeback for sure. There's a band that I had actually started listening to recently. Oh, we know them. Um, Probably. It was something about bears. Abandoned by bears. Yeah. That band. Abandoned Box. by bears. Yeah, they're fucking All right, listen. Um, all I'm saying is that I think Easy Core is going to make a comeback. Yeah. We got Out of It from New York City, A Better Hand from Minneapolis. We got Belmont, who's arguably going to be like the next uh, up-and-comer. Belmont's I wish I was 16 safe. again so Belmont. that I would know about all these Yeah, Belmont. like um, Hope's on Hold from Alabama. Not saying like, you guys are like 16. I mean, you need to listen to Belmont. Yeah, you need to listen you, to Belmont. When this is, when this to is done, we're showing you Belmont. I've played with Belmont. Okay, well, there you go. They're then awesome. why'd you say you don't know who these bands are? You I lie. mean, I I know of them, Caught some of them. No, I I just said I wish I was 16 so I would know like about all the ones coming out. Oh, that's fair. Because yeah. like otherwise I don't hear about it, like I don't read alternative press anymore or you Quite know, cuz that's how I used to find out about that's bands. Perfect. But then they just have Panic at the Disco and, uh, you know, somebody else on the cover alternating times. Paramore and Panic at the Disco yeah. every other time. So. And water parks every once in a while. But yeah, I, that would be cool. Easy, yeah, if I, Easy Core made a comeback, I'd start I mean, listening to it again. Because I still love Four Years Strong, Me vs. Hero. What do you Hero. mean? I still love Four Years Strong. No, I love Four Years <laughs> Strong too. That's what I'm saying is like, I still It'll love cool those bands, like so if it again. came back, I would start listening to it again because I love Four Years Strong, uh, Abandoned by Bears, even though I couldn't remember their name. Uh, Did I remember? I wrestled a bear. Yeah, once. a day to remember. <laughs> did you see the? Nah, did you see the one four? I think Me versus Hero came. I never to, got to see Me versus. They Hero. came to like Colorado once. Yeah, uh, well, because they're not from, they're from the UK, America. That yeah. oh, was so good. There's yeah. so many just like underrated easy core bands that when the genre sort of started to die, they all went with it. Like, yeah. where did Chunk No Captain Chunk go? Hmm. Dude, don't talk about uh, You know what? <laughs> the thing about Chunk No Captain Chunk, sorry to fans of them, but like I really loved their music until I saw them at Warp Tour and everything was backing tracks and it just seemed like they weren't actually playing. Kind of like the time I saw Metro Station. Back, in, I have a back story. in 2009. I have a story about Metro Station. I expect that out of Metro Station. Oh, yeah? The Warped Tour 2015, they were playing really early on one of the journey stages, and I walked by and really loud between songs. Like in Denver? Sh- yeah, they were on Warped Tour. In 2015? Yeah. What oh, the yeah. fuck did I see? I that? yelled, Trace Cyrus sucks between songs, and he said, who the fuck said that? And I ran the fuck away. Oh, damn. Why would you say that? Dude, Trace Cyrus is a big old cutie. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah. since, he's, yeah. since he's not here to say it for himself. Learn a lot about your uh, bandmates on tour. Uh, learned from Jackson, our guitar player, that "Shake It" is the song that made him want to have sex. <laughs> that is wow, odd. Man. 
Yeah, that's what he told me. He said that he's like, I heard that song. And he I needed knew. a song to he make like, him want to do that. I wanted to fuck a girl. He was like twelve. I think. Okay. That. I mean, you... what made you want to sex? <laughs> Don't say fuck a girl. Say Porn. make love. Yeah. Porn. To answer your question, Coy. All right. <laughs> so I wanted to go back to uh, the whole you guys playing with the main because. I know you've told me this story, but tell me again and tell everybody else because I'm They're sure so a lot of, of hearing this. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, "How the, the hell do you get a, a show at the main?" I kind of want to hear your version. I've been listening to them since like 2008 ish, and like I've loved that band. So of course, when I saw that you guys opened for them, I was extremely jealous because I've loved every album since "Can't Stop, Won't Stop." So, do you see they're playing on full? This winter, really? Yeah, I did not Arizona. see that. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's just crazy because he doesn't sing any of the high parts anymore. He like no, sings not, lower a he lot. He's not got that voice mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, no. he doesn't. It's yeah. weird. Being it still sounds good. Sucks. But it's weird. Anyway, so, so all right, I want to hear Koi's version so, first, and then I'll tell my version. So when we when we played with the main, when our band, <laughs> were not, you, we, you not were, when we, when our band, when this band played with the main, we were not. I band. was at home playing yeah. Call of Duty, probably Black Ops too. <laughs> that's my version of the story. So. And Dude. that's why Andrew tells were you, the official story. Were you story. Master Prestige? No. All right, so here's what went down. Um, in 2016, so every yeah. summer I go to New York, um, just because that's like where I consider myself like from in the U.S. at least. Um, Do you have like friends and family there? Yeah, uh, okay. I, one of my best friend actually lives there. Um, nice. Harry, he, he, we're, it's funny, we're both Korean adoptees. He's born one day after me, so we could be brothers for all I know. That is but anyway, um, so I went out there to go to Warped Tour with him, and yeah. uh, I was watching the main, and the only songs I knew at the time were like Growing Up, Inside of You, Everything I Ask For, and Girls Do What They Want, like just the big ones. Yeah. And so they played Girls Do What They Want, and I was like, oh, dude, I got a crowd surf. And John, and this was two years ago, John goes, that young man, bring him up on stage. And I said, what the fuck? That's what started it? I said, what the fuck, as I'm being brought up. Because right? so I remember I saw you two years ago in Denver when they brought you up. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, get, I'll know, get to that. I'll get to I didn't that. know about A Thousand Miles of Fire I'll get to yet. that, yeah. Anyway. So he brought me up, and I sang, and at the very end, he goes, dude, he, he, like, he takes his ear out, he's like, you were awesome. And I was like, I have my own band. And he goes, fuck yeah, that's cool. He's like, you keep doing that. And then they pulled me off stage, and like, 8123 the account posted a picture like it's crazy I have it on my wall it's me and John doing this in front of like 4,000 people yeah it's insane at the 8123 no at, at, at New York War oh, Tour Long okay. Island it was insane and so when I came to Denver they were walking the line with their set time right mm-hmm. and they walked by me and I went hey I just want to tell you guys like how much that meant to me and I have the picture on my wallet and they go dude they're like we just talked about you in an interview in Salt Lake City and I was like that's insane what and they go do you want to do it again and I was like Yes, and, and John. And he goes, so that was planned. That they made it planned. look totally random. No, 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 no. John, they're like, Kennedy, the guitarist, was like, I'll tell John. And I was like, Yeah. Oh my God. And so, yeah, it, that happened in Denver. And then that, so that was 2016. That, that January of 2017, uh-huh. I flew out to 8123 Fest, did it again. And this is, this is my favorite part of the story. Because on stage, right? He, yeah. I was like, Hey, John, can I say something to the crowd real quick? And he goes, Yeah. And I was like, Um, so. This band means the world to me, and we're trying to open for them in Denver and uh, make some noise if you want that to happen. And the crowd just fucking lost it. And Damn. the manager's sitting side stage like this, and he goes, Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and so he's the drummer's brother. And so he walks to the drummer, yeah. and he tells him, He's like, Yeah, let the kid fucking open. That was awesome. And so then Damn. they're like pointing at the drummer and his brother, and I go back there, and they're like, Yes, you can open the show. He's like, We'll be in contact with you guys. And 
John goes, what? it's officially opening for us in Denver. The crowd just fucking loses it. It was like 3,700 people. So that's how we got that yeah. show. And then I did it one more time this summer just for the hell of it. Damn. Can we open for them again? You want to talk about a cutie? John from the main? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's and like, he's just got that sex appeal that, like, the way he really, gets down really. on stage, like, he doesn't go nuts, but he's got, like, just the way he the walks groove. and moves. Oh, yeah. He made me want to have sex. That's yeah, fun. dude. That's he, he's a really good look. Like, see, especially when he, like, I, like, have you ever met him? Uh, I can't remember. When you talk to him face to face, you're just yeah. like, you just start, like you just start realizing like dude this guy literally has like a perfect face structure like it's I think I just went like to a boy. signing but yeah that's a big thing about him is that chiseled like jaw his cheeks his yeah yeah dude he's a good looking dude I'll uh, I'll clip this part and send it to him see what he says dude oh, no. that would be red I'll talk in like sex appeal on him he's like, I mean he's well, probably gonna blocked. dig it dude he's probably, like blocked there's good. nothing wrong never with that. I talk, again you yeah. know gone. There's just some artists that have that sex appeal that you're like, oh dude. This even one if thing. you're a guy, you're like, mm, Ooh, what band is it? Right. He plays guitar. Austin Carlisle and I think they're called the Backseaters. That yeah. yeah, that's it. That's oh, what we're thinking of. Oh, he's packing some schmeat. <laughs> so yeah, that's that story. And it was, we show up to load in. Yeah. Right. I'm walking in, pushing our little case. Like so that was the case. first time you played main stage, at Summit. No. Okay, we'll go back to that. But anyway, you're so pushing I'm the case in, camera. and they're sound checking, and they're just like, you know, they're just waiting around for everything to, to like this uh -huh. adjust things. And they all look at me, and John goes, Andrew, and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna freak out. I'm That's gonna freak insane. out. I'm gonna freak out. So then, yeah, we sound check, and like I said hi to them. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went on their bus to get like the tour credentials. That was sick. Uh <laughs> that'd be like Brian Fallon knowing who I am. I would shit a fucking brick. Yeah, like, Jared and Kennedy were, like, showing me their guitars backstage. Like, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, so, come time to show, we're standing backstage, and we played 20 minutes after Doors, and apparently there was something like seven, 600, 700 tickets scanned Damn. by 20 minutes into Doors. And we walked on stage, like, the, their tour manager, like, showed the flashlight on the stairs. He goes, all right, it's your go. And we walked out there to, like, what seemed like a million people. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't cry. I can't cry. Finished the set. Yeah. It was only 20 minutes long. Oh, I cried. Took my amp and my guitar, walked off stage, sat on the couch, and cried my eyes out. God damn. It was insane, dude. Like, being able to yeah. play with, like, one of your favorite bands in the world and, like, have them be so nice to you and, like, so openly yeah. support what you're doing. And, like, they've retweeted us, like, when we cover them and shit. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's insane. Definitely was. To have cool that playing. support behind you. Yeah. He told the story better than you, Koi. No, clearly was pretty good. There's also I would yeah. like to point out in one of the videos that one of my parents took. They're up on the balcony, right? So you can kind of see towards the backstage. Mm -hmm. Three of the five guys from the main are on the ramp to the stage watching us the whole set. Yeah, it's see that's the cool thing about like being in a band is, God forbid, nothing happen or you know you fall out of it at some point in life. Like you got to do some cool shit. And oh, like, absolutely. Nobody can take that away from you. Even if, you know, nothing comes of it, you can be like, I went on tour. I played with my favorite band. Like, I did all that shit. And, like, that's what I try and remind myself when it kind of seems like there's no progression. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just sit and go, I've done some cool shit. Yeah, no, I, that, I feel exactly Like playing cool. drums for a thousand miles of fire. Well, I mean, even if, even if you don't necessarily go anywhere huge it's yeah well, most people like i know a lot of people who want 
to go yeah. on tour and never will. Yeah. Because it's, it's or a lot of scary. people who want to play a show and never and will. never will because it's yeah. scary and they don't know where how to start. You just got to do it. Yeah. Like I never thought I would get to. I just commented on a Facebook post, and and. Four, four months, five months after that, I was on tour. Yeah. Yeah, before that, you were just talking to some random kid in <clears throat> college orientation. Like, it's crazy how far you've come. Koi. What? Son of a bitch. <laughs> we blame everything on Koi. We were having an emotional moment, and Koi fucked it up. Oh, yeah. oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's good. the way it happened uh, when I went with If I Fail is we were literally bowling, and they were talking about how their guitar player left, and they said something, we have this tour book, blah, 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 and I said, I'll play. Just kidding. And then Colin looks at me and he goes, do you want to play? And he goes, you're going to play. And he had this sense about him that was like, if he tells you you're going to do something, you like kind of say, nah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I remember remember meeting him for the first time. Such a sweet guy. Yeah, he was one of my favorite people. Yeah. Amazing. What what an awesome guy. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, playing with Maine. Just like hearing you tell that story and like seeing your face, hearing it in your voice, like makes me fucking like, I don't know. You're smiling. Yeah, it makes me super fucking happy. Like that's the coolest shit ever. Dude, it's like, I think the one thing I've taken away from this band is I didn't know like what being on top of the world really felt like until I did this. Like that was one of the, like the Maine was a big moment for me. Like getting to sing on Warped Tour was a big moment for me. Playing the first show out of state on tour was a big moment for me. The homecoming yeah. show with these guys here was a big moment for me. Yeah. Like, the whole Twitter thing and having so many people like tell us your song fucking rules. Like that was, yeah. I teared up, man. It was awesome. So, I mean, yeah, even if this doesn't go anywhere, like we can all say that we've done some really, really cool stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the fucking world. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what I think the coolest part is too. Like the happiest I've been, not, I don't want to say happiest, but like the most genuine I felt, that I have felt about this band was yesterday when our fucking <clears throat> Twitters were blowing up and it's yeah. literally just on a social media. That's yeah, all, and it's just Twitter and it's talk. people we've never met. There was a girl in Finland. Hell, it was like, Finland. I wish I could print out flyers to tell everybody in Finland to go follow you guys. And I was like, do it. Yeah, no, I li- I'm working it. on flyers to send to them. Like, damn. That's it's what's just, crazy about the internet is like, that wouldn't have happened before. And I, I mean, as much as I hated all of them by the end of tour, I was so done. A week <laughs> all of w- them? Yeah, That's all of them, true. dude. A week after we were back, I was like, I want to I go back. I don't, I like, yeah. I, like, it's so much fun. Like, even all of the bitching and fighting you get from seeing each other for yeah. hundreds of hours straight. I wouldn't trade any of that for the world. This man opened the bathroom door when I was butt ass naked (laughs) and tried to box. (laughs) (laughs) You talk shit, you get hit, even if you're taking a shit. Remember you know, that video where you're trying to like drink a beer or something? I just started undoing like, my pants. Definitely. Like, <laughs> we're staying in, staying in your uncle's house and like I'm oh like taking God. a Snapchat of Noah and then Andrew just kind of comes up behind me and takes his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. most like the goofiest thing we did was when we went on tour there was this app that came out and it was like rap battle oh dude and we got <laughs> obsessed with it and it always like it would spark a battle between usually me and ian uh when one of us was taking a shit because you're in there you're on your phone and then you're like i'm gonna fucking rap battle this <laughs> we didn't rap battle anybody else like if anybody tried 
like went to our profile or whatever and tried to battle us. We were like, oh, like fuck, fuck you. you. You're not <laughs> I'm gonna go battle Ian now. Um, another another funny story from tour is like. Noah, Noah would just have these bursts where for like five minutes he would just roast the shit out of you and then just stop, right? We call I called it the wrath of Noah. But one time he roasted me for like five minutes, right? I was yeah. like, I'm expecting this, and then I just stopped talking. And he goes, Andrew, I've been really mean to you today. I'm sorry. And I just did the same word. And he goes, What the fuck are you talking? Oh <laughs> and I just I just looked at him and I was like, <laughs> and you went from like being really mad to like starting to laugh to like wanting to slap. I don't know. It's just it's just dude being. Being oh, living in Coy's, a van and he's not allowed to drive. Oh, he's never allowed to drive. Oh my dude. god! Tell there's a story. video. Well, of and, well, and you. There, there's a he, okay. So we were driving around <laughs> Iowa City at like midnight Trying looking for food. food. Yeah, and we found a place. And I have. And turning into it, he hit the curb like six times. What? No. Turning into this. I did not hit the turning, curb. Yes, you did. Yeah, no, you hit yes, the curb at least twice. So, and to be fair, I hit the curb. Like every day, like, like at least at least hundred times, at least once a day, usually twice. But Koi and Koi was speeding at midnight in Iowa City, and so we went in and ordered the pizza, and you could tell that the guy at the counter was like, "Get get the fuck out." So we were yeah. waiting outside, and there's just a video, and I don't know if you can see it, but Andrew's taking the video, and I think Jackson and I are chasing Koi with our shoes off, yeah, and, they're and like I just go, him. "Fuck you." Cool. And then, like, and then they're throwing shoe their shoes flies. at him, and like you can hear okay. me like crying hysterically, laughing. I think I maybe hit the curb like once, pulling into the parking lot. To be lot. fair, wait, he and drove then everyone, the I have four backseat drivers, just yeah. fucking screaming at me for it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, all right, fuck these guys, and I like step on the fucking gas really like fast. Okay. In a parking lot, you guys were asleep. And everyone's like, ah, fuck you. You Keep guys were no asleep. One, I was the best driver. But the, no, on the way back, we were in Nebraska when we were driving back, and you guys were asleep, and Jackson was driving, and I was in the passenger seat, and we were talking, and we got into like a really deep talk about like depression and shit, and Frank just sits up from behind the driver's seat and goes, you guys are fucking pussies. And, laid, <laughs> and he just laid back down. Wow. I I have like, an, okay, Fuck. I have another story about Frank, too. So... For day one was in Wichita, right? Day two yeah. was all the way in Chicago. That's a 13 a, and a half hour We played a donut drive. shop and a, a donut and boba shop in it was Wichita. Sick. So it was super sick. You should play there. I do love both those things. You so. get free donut. Yeah, you get free donuts when you play there. Um, but so 13 hours, right? I took like the first two and a half hours-ish and I was like, yeah. I had exerted so much energy on the first night. I was just like, I'm going to pussy up. I'm just going to do it. I mean, right. right, but go off, I guess. Thanks, Noah. Did you so, guys do like a tour kickoff show? I can't remember. No, we, we did, did a homecoming, homecoming, homecoming show. <clears throat> okay. But uh, so we did that, and um, I drove like two and a half hours, and I was like, all right, Frank, you take over. And I shit you not, Frank did like seven, eight hours all the way through the middle of the night. He did. I woke up, and Frank going. was still driving. I do want to say the worst part about Andrew driving at night is he'd put on the main. I would <laughs> sleep for three hours. I would wake up, and it would still be the main. <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah. he just oh, only yeah. listened to the main when he was driving. And, I mean, I just want to... I know we were kind of talking about Frank, and he's not here, so none of you guys know what he looks like. But he learned the entire tour set in three days. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he called me, like, and I was like, look, dude, we need a drummer for a tour. And he's like, dude, that's so late in advance. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry. And he calls me... So that was four days before the tour, right? So we're yeah. just going to roll with drum tracks. Three days before the tour, he calls me first thing in the morning. It's like 7 a.m. And he goes, so... I work from home most of the time, and when I don't work from home, I work at a school, and they're done for the year. So, I'm in. And I was like, "Damn, how fast can you learn these songs? He goes, give me three days. We played, we practiced at like 2 in the morning in a storage locker by Dove Valley. 
Yeah. The day before we left. Yeah. And he killed it. And he, yeah, he had all the songs down. It was insane. That's right. And Jackson, Jackson learned the songs in like two weeks. Nice. So. Yeah, no, I mean, we're I so blessed to have those two in our team. Seems kind of like it was meant to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. rad. Easily best friends now. Yeah, they're amazing people. Yeah. We love them. So Are they? They're playing on the the singles that you have coming out too. They're playing on the new one. Not okay. who we could be. We did all of who yeah. we could be. But um, okay. Frank and Jackson are on the new one, and nice. you'll see that in the lot, credits. Yeah. They fucking killed it. Awesome. We love those guys. So, what are you guys listening to right now? Like what? Your bands? Voice. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> like <laughs> what? What bands? Like if. Today I was like, you know, throw on some music. What is your like go-to that you would go to? Um, Other than, I've been listening. I don't, know. I don't know. I've been kind of listening to a variety lately. I've been listening to a lot of Turnover, which we were talking about before yes. the podcast. But I've sweet, also been listening turnover. to a lot of this band from Salt Lake City. I don't. They're not really a hardcore band, but they're heavy as fuck. They're called yeah. Cult Leader. Okay. I went and saw them like a week ago at Lost Lake, and that was that was the shit, man. I still haven't been there. It it's, sucks. It's awesome yeah, to it's awesome to play. It sucks to be there because it's so fucking hot and it smells like a frat house. Nice, <laughs> sick. but it's, it's a, really it's fun to play. It's a sick venue. Yeah, so. awesome. Um, there's this band that so when the whole Twitter phenomenon happened, the person mm-hmm. that was doing our art promoted another band called First and Forever, and they have a one song out. It's called Chicago, and it is. On oh, fucking real, it slaps yeah. so fucking hard, dog. Like I'll play it for you after this. It's so me. good. It's like, it's like what Mayday Parade should have been. Like they have the kind of gritty yeah. Jason Lancaster. It's like really fast-paced emo pop punk. It's like everything I could have. Mayday Parade. Every career. everything I could have wanted in an yeah. emo pop punk song. So I've been listening to that. Um, yeah. Old Chelsea Grin. I've had the Chelsea Grin EP on repeat. I don't know why. I just love that EP. Crew Banger is sick. Yeah. Um, the new Iceland Kills album is pretty sick. And um. Uh, Hopes on Hold is another like underrated like smaller musical band. Yeah. That whole record I have on it. Repeat. See, other than Ice Nine Kills and Chelsea Grin, I don't, I've never heard of those other two. So. The other two are great. They're yeah. smaller bands, but they're awesome. We're actually, we, we we got brought together because a lot of our fans are mutuals with First and Forever, and nice. it was like we should just tour. Could and they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. So nice. we talks about it right now. You're fucking cheating, dude. I, cheating. I have to look at my recent. my recently listened. What about you, Koi? My phone's dead, so I can't do that. What'd you listen to recently? I don't know. Dr. Dead phone over here. Yeah. Pushed him forever. He but lost his yeah. notes. He had notes I, to respond to your questions with. That's not true. I do keep notes of like my favorite bands, because when someone asks me that, you think yeah. there's like fucking 70 fucking bands on there. So <laughs> I also have a really long list that no one's going to get to experience. Koi's only been listening names. to uh, Nightcore remixes yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I only do Nightcore remixes. So. Nightcore? It's yeah, no, you don't really like anime. You yeah, it. you just speed okay. up the song and change the pitch. You said the A word and I was out. So. <laughs> no, for real though, I think. There's that. What have I been listening to? I do listen, I listen to new Chelsea Grin. Yeah. Dude, because... what were you listening to when you pulled up? <coughs> that was old heavy Chelsea, shit. That was old oh, okay. old, yeah, dude, it was Krukenbanger. Yeah. Nice. Just playing that. And, um, I love that EP. I like. I love it. I like all the bands that switch vocalists. I like the new Chelsea Grin. Uh-huh. I like new Lauren Shore. Really? Oh yeah. I, I think it's really like new I think Lauren it's Shore. A real big good. Um, <laughs> what? Um, a real big good. A real big. Good. I'm the only one in oh. the band who listens to real metal. All right. Uh, Deathcore so. is way better okay. than death metal. Weird. Oh god, I remember okay. this debate. <laughs> That's still going. Just, oh yeah. It just resurfaced. Okay. It's an actually. internal. It's an internal. It's because Koi's eleven and Noah's twelve. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I uh, grew out of Deathcore. <laughs> actually, I matured. 
I only listen to... Alright, I'm gonna to switch it around so Noah's now an 11 year old hipster who thinks he's cool and has discovered black metal Tumblr for the first time and Koi is 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, actually, what, actually that's pretty accurate. Year. Here, let's open Tumblr real quick. Please don't. It's too late, it already happened. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could plug this band. It won't load. I can, <laughs> I can plug this band called Aiming for Average. They're not a band anymore. They broke up. Oh, they're so fucking good. Aiming for Average? Aiming Aiming for Average? For Average. Average. They're like, uh, they're seriously like, in my opinion, they're one of like my like top five bands, and they're like not where, even where bigger than a hometown. Where Chicago. are they from? Chicago. Chicago. They're from Chicago. Yeah, no. So when I went out there with Almost Maine, that's yeah. how I found them. They played. They played first. Yeah. They Bye, played Nick. First, and they were amazing. They they have this crazy horn part, and the bridge one of their songs, Snake Eyes, it's awesome. Yeah, love that. So. <laughs> what I was saving for the podcast that I wanted to talk to you about is you are in. Rain in July's music video, and you are in Almost Maine's music video, and I have taken it upon myself to think of you as the Where's Waldo of Colorado pop punk music videos. <laughs> Would that be true? Instead, is he going to be in your music video? Instead of we're not pop punk. I know, but he's I mean, be he can in your can music be for sure. Instead of we the do need a couple shirt. for our next music video. Yeah. We need a couple. Instead of the striped shirt. Yeah, it's him fucking vaping. Too. Oh my god! Does he vape in every video, dude? I vape well, the Rain in July one. And the, yeah, like and the almost. I know that because you're like the cool guy who's vaping. Well, okay, here's the here's the funny oh, part. So god. I'm getting dressed for the day, right? And yeah. I'm getting ready to head over there, and Justin says, "Hey, it, and I'm gonna preface this. It's gonna be like 100 degrees out. You know, if you leave your vape out in 100 degree heat, the batteries explode. Yeah. I was gonna leave it at home because I didn't want to deal with it." And uh-huh. I was, you know, put my swimsuit in the bag and all my lighting gear was in my trunk because I did the lighting for the latter part of the video. And yeah. Justin goes, hey, did you read the script? And I said, I read some of it. Why? I was like, I know my parts. He goes, do you have your vape? And I said, wasn't planning on bringing on it. And he goes, well, clearly you didn't read the script. Bring your vape. And I said, what? <sighs> what? Okay. And I roll up and he goes, all right, this is clearly the point you missed. And he circles it. And he says, I need you to do this. And I read it. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Can we plug Justin Urban? Justin quick? Urban, amazing videographer and photographer. He's the goat. I love the gerb. Gerbs. Yeah. The nice. Play. Everyone that helps us is a goat. So uh, are there any other music videos you're planning to be in? Well, I've worked on Silver and Gold's music video, but I wasn't Who? in it. Silver and Gold. Oh, okay. I worked on that one. Did some really, really cool ambient lighting for that one. It was sick. We yeah. did it in uh, the UNC recording hall. Nice. Up in Greeley. And uh, I don't know. They just We created this really wild, like sort of like really washed out, mellowed, like yellow and white sort of atmosphere yeah. um, with some of the movers and the LED cans that I had, and nice. they played in front of that, and it looked awesome. So, right on. I mean, I, I was Is that out that. yet? No, it will be out soon. I was a part of okay. that, but I'm not going to end any music videos. Yeah. And you're not any, in any of Contender's music videos. What's up? You mean the Man, one? how did I not say Contender for what I'm listening to? How did none of us say that? We should be ashamed. Well, I live with it. Contender. Jake I'm on a death metal it. kick. So You're I've only been listening wrong. to like like Blood Incantation. That's the best local Denver death metal band. Listen to them, or you're a poser. Well, it's because you have shitty taste in music. Are there death metal bands in Denver? There is such a big death metal scene in Denver. I can name so many bands. You better buckle up if you want me to get into. No, this. please don't. Okay. No, I'm just saying. We're uh, talk about death metal. Oh, we gotta God. go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's been hard for me to pay attention to anything because I've just had 1975 on loop in my brain. Oh, dude, that album is so good. Like, I, uh, the, it's not living, if it's not with you or whatever, is just like that beat has been on replay in my brain. Also, Annika and I decided that for our first dance, it's going to be 
to the song off that album couldn't be more in love yeah whatever. dude wait, wait yeah. say first dance are you I what? Know. Did you not know that? <laughs> what the fuck? Where were you? you Did were you get married? At, you were looking no. at him before the podcast when he was talking about how they were planning wedding shit. Yeah. I was looking at Jake a lot, but his eyes took over and it's, oh my his God. mouth was out of there. Are you, wait, Stop. is that... I yes. saw those. I saw I, those. Uh, technically, I proposed to her back in 2015, right before Christmas. Oh, yeah. So pretty, so, yeah, pretty recent, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's taken a little while, but it took... Going to our friends' weddings like this summer and stuff for us to just say let's fucking do it. It's kind of like tour. It costs a lot of money. It's a big endeavor. Or endeavor. Endeavor. endeavor you just gotta <laughs> jump into endeavor, it. Yeah. So. Is it? Yeah. Gotta, Dude, it's not good to be in Denver anymore. It's not fucking Is your wedding gonna be in Denver? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought you. So you got it planned. Yeah. And, it's uh, and you did. We were in a band. Do you know? We were in a band. Do you know what? constitutes like planning a wedding you have to pay per person do you know do you really? i am not you yeah know, i will it's not, like, amazing i won't eat a single thing i will just literally be there we're having a donut bar it's so it's like a brunch wedding <laughs> and so instead of a cake <laughs> we're having a donut bar right, well should have said that that's good i i know the groom i'll right, talk well, to him i guess <laughs> i mean i'm not getting married but you're not invited so <laughs> i'll see what i can do <laughs> wow so, what so do you guys have planned? You have some singles. Well, single. We uh, more singles after yeah. that. Okay. Now. You have one recorded. Yeah, one, we've got some stuff. More. We've got one recorded that we should that should be out early. Very yeah, like early 2019, and then we him and I about I guess it was two weeks ago now yeah. started demoing some new shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So hopefully that'll new shit that you will play at our show at Seventh Circle. Yeah, we. Were, I was okay. gonna say. This is gonna come out. Tell everybody that. about that. This is gonna come show. out before that, right? Obviously, it's not really coming. I mean, yeah, we're looking at February probably. Yeah. Well, the, okay. no, our show. Single. Our show. Oh, the show. Oh, the show. Yeah. January, oh, the show. Yeah. January we're playing the show 12th. with you. Yeah, we are January. playing with uh, the backseaters. Kind of I mean, pizza people. They invite you to fucking ask. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they tell you they have a donut bar. Yeah, they don't invite you to their wedding. Wait, 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 wait. I want to love you so much. Are you so hard? Are you playing your own wedding? No. Damn. Okay. F. Next question. We'll play your wedding if you give us donuts. I'm serious. We'll learn all. Like, we'll learn a bunch of slow jams. We'll dress up. We'll play them real well. Nobody will. I'm you not have sure. to play. I, we will play them better than my grammar in that sentence. Miles Davis. I love. Okay, but Miles Davis is hard. I I love Miles Davis. Thelonious Monk, best pianist. It's so good. Period. I don't know what that is. You get a little yo-yo ma. I got some friends who own cellos. I can hook you up. I don't know if they know how to play them. Okay. I'm January 12th at 7th Circle. You guys, us. Cauldron Point. Cauldron Point. And Birdhouse Bird View. I don't think I've heard I've never of heard the of that. other two bands. Well, Cauldron Point hit us up. They're a touring band, so they're they, not from here. Okay. They organized show. Yeah. yeah they, they hit us up. Okay. And then and we recommended them, View. you to them. Okay. I I don't know anything. We invite about you to things. You. Must yeah. Nice. See, we invite. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was good. Jeez. Uh, I bet he invited Nick. Who just was not it? You. Oh, he was the one that hit us up to play the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, we sent we sent him your way. I don't know why you did. Because they were like, we need one more personally. band. You know anybody? And I was like, go hit up fucking the backseaters. Yeah. All and the other like, bands oh, we said oh, first man. didn't want to do it, so you're last choice. I literally. Can I just tell you that I appreciate that that you think of us. 
Do you know, I've recommended I you a lot of times really? that people ask if we want to play with them and we have a show literally the next day. Yeah. I just think Apparently they don't follow that through. That happens a lot. It does happen yeah. a lot. <laughs> Where we recommend you. I can't, I can't like decide if that makes me bands. happy or <laughs> well, I think you should feel happy because I don't think the shows happen. Because yeah, I don't I think they do hear either. anything about the shows okay. after that. They hit us up. They're like, hey, well, I just want to say thank you so much and that I appreciate that you yeah, guys Yeah, of course. We're stoked. Awesome. We're stoked for that show. That's I love I actually Same. have never played Seventh Circle because the show they played with Belmont, yeah. I had to work that night and I couldn't get out of it. Oh, damn. Um, so I'm really excited to play there. It's, dude, I love yeah. Seventh. Because yeah. it's That's, like really close to my house. My so when I started the Backseaters when I was 18, it was just acoustic. Or maybe, yeah, it was when I was 18. Seventh Circle. And that's when it was like still like in its beginning stages, like after it was the Blastomet. Do you remember the, do you, were you around when they did that one time when it was the Federal Funhouse? Oh my god, I remember that. And I no one remember. knew it was at 7th Circle. Everyone's like, what the fuck is the federal flag? <laughs> yeah, and it was the same address and everything, and people just couldn't put it together. Yeah. Do you, I don't know. Do you but remember you... Rhinoceropolis? <laughs> no. Oh, I but anyway, 7th Circle and this little dive bar. Well, the Lion's Lair didn't come till later, but 7th Circle was like the only place that would take a chance on having me play there when it was just acoustic. Yeah. So uh, that place has a yeah we played one of our first spot like, in my big, heart. bigger shows there yeah it was awesome oh yeah but one of your first shows was at rocky mountain sound garden mm-hmm. with february falls yeah that you were also in and i was <laughs> dude you know i was 14 years old when we played that show damn was damn. it a birthday party oh, damn. it was my birthday i turned 14 that night it was your birthday oh. you didn't come to my birthday show what's wrong with you <laughs> All right. He didn't say happy birthday to me on my Facebook. Obviously, it's someone's fucking bedtime. <laughs> Both of you, cocks. At least I don't hate John Facebook. Mayer. Yeah. What? I don't hate John Mayer though. You know what? Can we just all be equals and all be friends? Okay. You just want to move on from John Mayer. I understand. Yeah. Can we just have fun at a wedding? So this is what happens when Phil's not here. It oh, goes yeah, between dude. all of us, yeah, except so. for me and Andrew. Have you ever noticed there's no animosity between me and Andrew? Was he invited to the wedding? I bet he was, dude. That's probably you what it saying? is. I know, and he hasn't been fighting <laughs> Nick over there, so I bet Nick got invited to the wedding, All right, too. So you have the Nick singles coming out. Yeah. You're planning a music video. Um, Koi, you want to be the first to break the new stuff? New the stuff, news. new stuff. <laughs> he looks yeah. really confused. No, he's the one that suggested it to We're me. I'm expecting, confused. actually. Mm-hmm. Expecting, to, <laughs> expecting to re-release. We're going to... We're gonna re-release. Do you need me to speak for you? Songs off our old EP. Okay. Like we were talking about earlier, how just production is in like obviously there's a huge yeah. gap. And they're good songs. That's the thing about it. We're yeah. doing the same thing. With yeah, we're picking. There's just such a big gap, and I think that's like eighty percent, not mm-hmm. even maybe fifty-fifty. Other reason our new songs blown up. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I mean, oh, for that. sure. We probably would have had a big difference. We probably would have had similar results if we had you know spent yeah. time and money on the other ones, which we clearly didn't. Yeah, we play them like way different too. So yeah, it's so be, we're it's gonna be so much more fun. Yeah. We're gonna take like three or four songs and we're gonna. Uh, we already have them in mind. Yeah, we we have yeah, the songs that we yeah. know, but we're yeah. We're not gonna tell you. Um, that's good. That's good. And we're gonna take them and we're gonna sit on them um, and look at them kind of like they're still in the demo stage and look at things that we want to yeah. change in them. So they're gonna when we re-record That's them, it cool. isn't just gonna be a re-recording. It's actually gonna they're gonna sound like new songs, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely well, not completely, but mostly reimagined, which is cool. Uh, so I that, hate to be like the Me Too guy, but we're we're doing the same thing with our song Gypsy Reoccurred. Yeah. We put out that single like a while ago, and we're doing like literally the exact same thing. 
pretending it's a new song. So yeah, it'll, that's that'll be good. And it might give people a chance to say, like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter that were like, wow, a thousand miles of fire's song is amazing. It's like, we have others. I mean, you may not yeah. know about them, but that'll be the cool thing is now we can put these songs back into the people's radar that we yeah. have before. And obviously with the new shit, and you'll feel coupled good with about that, promoting. Yeah. It, and then coupled with the new shit that we got going, um, like Noah was saying, we got two songs in the tube, uh, writing right now. And, Nice. More to come. Yeah. And it being off the EP, that show, we are at that show, in case you're listening and don't know, we're playing that whole EP. Front to back. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. We're playing yeah. those. So we're going to play the song that we just released, Who We Could Be. We're going to play uh-huh. another new song. And then we're going to play the whole EP front to back. And we're going to throw... Not necessarily in that order, but... We're going to throw some okay. fun things in there, too. We're going to throw yeah, some couple fun covers. You better be there. Hell yeah. Surprises. You better fucking be there. Yeah, right we're going to have Jake guest on one of the songs. Yeah. It goes a little something like... I'm going to tell you later. Yeah, I'll say it later. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're, <laughs> this we're, is news we, to we, me. We, no, no, so. no. We, I just got this idea in my head. We were talking about the band earlier, oh, yeah. but you'll see. I we're going to cover... We're going to do a fun cover. We're covering Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Hammer Smash Face. So, uh, Koi, would you do the honors of just looking at the YouTube comments, seeing if anybody Um, asked anything, if we missed anything? Yeah, let's see. Um, There's a whole thread of people saying, fuck Thelma. Oh, we already Oh, yes. Oh, He's sagging, too. That's the best part. This podcast is like a whole podcast of outtakes. It really it, is. I'm yeah. sorry. There's Jay. some really good shit sprinkled in, though. So Yeah, like, we've had some actual deep talks in the midst of all of this. Um, someone and, wants to know who Jake's favorite member of the band is. It's Andrew. <laughs> it's Andrew. That's an easy... I can answer that for Jake. It's uh, Andrew. I like all of you for it's different Phil. reasons. It's Phil. Dude, I miss Phil too. I can't wait to see. It. So he, uh, our old bassist Brady, is getting married on Phil January. So yeah. So Phil's his best man, and uh, oh, me, me, Phil, and Brady are all gonna have a sweet reunion at the wedding. It's gonna be awesome. I'm excited to see Phil again. Yeah. I haven't seen that kid. Yeah. Like since last this last summer, really. Yeah. I didn't even get to play with Phil that long, and I still miss him. He's a fun guy to be around. He's a very fun guy, just like. Of, yeah. He never He's knows. just fun. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> you know, I jumped the gun talking about the single because obviously that's what's going to play at the end of the podcast. So is there anything else you would like to say about the single? Thank you so much for listening to it. Seriously. Like, it sound like a broken record. Yeah. I'm sure some of you saw the video I put on Twitter, but man, it's so cool to have so many of you listening to it and telling us that it's awesome and yeah, I'm, it is. Means awesome. the fucking world, man. Thank you guys. That's all I got to say. It definitely means oh, yeah. a lot to me, um, because you can't find this. So for all intents and purposes, this is the first uh, recording that I've been a part of, except yeah. for a three-minute-long grindcore EP that <laughs> I deleted off Bandcamp. Oh man, it got all the free downloads, and then like when all the free downloads were gone, was that the. Something fruit, whatever. No, no, no. no. Menacing fruit is a bunch of our fans. Oh, okay. Just like fake but, yeah, yes, this song means them. a lot to me. I'm sure it means a lot to Koi. Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty cool. That's rad. Even though we had to retrack his guitar parts. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not gonna have anybody cry on the podcast. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on, dude. Thanks for having us amidst all this 
fucking chaos that is our existence. Hell yeah. yeah. Can we just get together? Like, we don't have to have a podcast just to get together, you know? No, dude. Let's all go, like, go out to dinner or something. We could, like, all meet up at a wedding or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thousand Miles of Fire. Thank you guys so much for coming hey, on. Thanks for having us, man. This is their brand new single, Who We Could Be.